Welcome to the Conscious Caravan podcast. I'm Jonathan. And my name is Torbjörn. And this is the podcast for all you people out there wanting to live more conscious lives. All right, so today's topic is the role of masculinity and femininity for the conscious person today. You know what? This is a pretty exciting topic, really. It's like, <laughs> yeah. how often does this get talked about that like... Um, this masculine feminine part of ourselves and like i don't know I, f- I feel like it's changed a lot in the last um since since i was growing up i'm not sure if it's culturally different or if it's if it's just like different into in today's day and age what's your what's your thoughts like what are you you, you know we off camera you talked earlier about this with um when you were growing up, like the stuff that I was saying before, you were just like, you'd get bullied about or get teased about. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think the the culture in Denmark has changed a lot. And uh, especially, especially among young people, it's very, young people are very intersexual, like men and uh, boys and girls were like 18, 20, whatever. They're very intersexual. They're wearing... The, the boys uh, may wear makeup or they wear, may have different types of earrings, whatever. And there's, there's a, it's a, lot, a lot more accepted to be blending femininity and masculinity on the sort of external, like, um, appearance level. And in terms of uh, <clears throat> when, I was, when I worked as a, a college teacher for a while, I also saw the... the the students of that age, they were also, they were exhibiting much more fluid gender roles. And the uh, the boys weren't like hard on each other and unemotional. And the women weren't like very sweet and consensus seeking and, and sort of, there was no real, there was no real gender roles that stood, stood out to me uh, as a teacher, as I observed the student. They were very much... Uh, there were a few things here and there, but they didn't seem to have a very big consciousness of, oh, I am a boy and I'm doing this. That that sort of gender consciousness was not really present in them. They related more to each other and to themselves as people, which is what I'm always trying to get people to do, is to try to see themselves as a person before a gender because mm. <clears throat> maybe like somewhere we could we could kind of just like go into right now is like this with um if you if you break it down like what is what is masculine energy what is feminine energy as a, as a human being we have right. both right but uh, at this, and at the same time, it's uh, it's very normal to kind of take on what we're like, what we observe growing up, maybe from our parents, maybe from the school, maybe yeah, friends like or work places and things like that. So, so let's just like kind of break it down for a second. Just like, just what 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 does it mean to be masculine? What does it mean to be feminine? I think it's. Ex- 
I think it's extremely difficult to define. Uh, whenever I try to talk to people about masculinity and femininity, I'm always trying. I'm always trying to. I always say sort of generalistic or vague things because I think there are things in this universe that you cannot look directly at and observe. There are things that are sort of slippery, and they change. Uh, shape when you look at them. And I think femininity and masculinity is one of those things. You can sort of intuit it, you can feel it, and it's very mm. easy to talk about it when it's out of balance. If someone is too masculine, it's very easy to talk about. If someone is too feminine, it's very easy to talk about. Okay, so, like, so, so so what about, like, what are the signs of being out of balance with right. masculinity well, or femininity? Well, as I, like, <clears throat> this is a very like, sort of caricature way of looking at it, but, you know, I look at it... Um, in Danish, we have something called a coordinate system, which is like you have this uh, you have this square, and then you have like four areas, and then you can plug in um, different points to where they belong in the in the system of ideas. And so, I would I would rate <clears throat> I would rate uh, everything. I would rate it into uh, positive masculinity and negative masculinity and positive femininity and negative femininity. So I would put all traits into a positive or negative version of feminine or masculine. So, and often they actually, and often um, uh, when a, <clears throat> when a trait becomes uh, too extreme, it often turns into the negative opposite polarity. So to make an example, can, if you have on that, can yeah. I just can I just put in and say this is the first time I'm I'm hearing about this okay. positive, negative femininity, positive negative masculinity. So maybe for 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 the people also listening who are a lot like me, just like, like <laughs> what, what is this thing? Um, could you just break that down? Explain some different traits of positive and negative of either mas like masculine, feminine. Right. So <clears throat> if we start with the with the feminine, <clears throat> so often a, 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 a negative trait is a positive trait taken to the extreme. So for example, a positive feminine trait is the ability to just be and not do anything, right? The ability to be to be happy, doing nothing, to find peace with what is, and uh, to be able to not have to always be acting. That's a positive feminine trait and that's why uh the masculine is attracted to the feminine because the feminine just seems to be sort of happy by itself and that it, that attracts the masculine which is always going somewhere and doing something masculine is very much associated with action and femininity is to some degree associated with pass uh, passiveness hmm. so <clears throat> a positive negative a positive feminist a positive <laughs> feminine trait is the ability to not need to change things to be happy where whereas a negative feminine trait is not being able to change things that should be changed because they're they're creating problems so a positive feminine trait is acceptance and a negative feminine trait is resignation or helplessness if that makes sense yeah and if we look at the the masculine uh, opposite then um, a positive masculine trait is the ability to take actions and to to uh, correct your problems. And the negative uh, masculine trait 
is to think that you are only here on earth to do things and fix problems, right? That's that's something that many men fall into and many women are um, frustrated with when it comes to men, that they're always trying to fix problems. They're always trying to do things. They're always, they're always doing something, right? So if you only okay. see yourself as a problem-fixing machine, that's a negative masculine trait. But if you I've take got, actions, that's a positive one. I've got to be honest. Uh, I can I can fall into all those traits, right? And uh, mm-hmm. but I definitely noticed uh, in in my relationship in my marriage that I, I I tend to tend to fall into this negative masculine trait of of like Mister Fix It, you know? Right, there's, right. There's something exactly. going on, or there's something like not right in this situation or whatever and and i i i put that hat on of like fix trying to fix it or like fix always always fixing the thing and uh i met with much resistance you could say yeah <laughs> so it's a it's an interesting thing that you you're bringing up here and something that i'm very very sure a lot of people in relationships experience this um when like the 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 the, the man or the masculine like mm. but like just say that the the guy in the relationship is uh is kind of pushing to fix that thing or find a solution right. or resolve that thing and the girl just wants to be like listened to or just she just wants to be kind of heard or kind of seen i guess you could say or acknowledged and as you maybe. as you reminded yeah. me of of camera we have we are in the times of the lgbtq um so when we say masculine or feminine we are we're really talking about the person who inhabits that energy. It can be a man, it can be a woman, it can be a heterosexual relationship, it can be a gay relationship, it can be, people can identify in all kinds of ways. Yeah. But yeah. someone will always at different times inhabit different energies and it's the energies we're talking about. It doesn't have to be a man and woman, but because mm-hmm. because the man and woman usually exemplifies uh, those uh, traits right, right, in, in literature and in movies and such, will fall into saying man and woman. But what we really mean is feminine and masculine energy, whoever is embodying them. And I think one <clears throat> one thing that I always think of, which was, was such a perfect demonstration of this is, in Denmark, we had for many years, we had this knowledge, and I think it was all over the West, where women had been saying for a long time, like, we want to be listened to, we, want to, we, don't, we don't want you to fix uh, our problems. So that kind of idea, uh, you know, uh, men universally sort of grasp that. Finally, they understood better that, okay, well, I have to listen. I don't have to fix your problems. But then actually, we, we overcorrected. Because then what a lot of women ended up doing was they kept venting about the same problems over and over. And then they didn't fix their problems. And then the man would go crazy because... He's, uh, he wanted to listen to her because she wanted to vent her problems. But then because she didn't have the necessary masculine trait to actually fix her problems, she'd end up complaining about the same thing for years. And that's not what it was about. So many women actually, or people with the feminine energy, ended up using it as an excuse to not fix their problems by saying they wanted to vent about it. But that too is not healthy. When you're venting, what you're really doing is clearing out your negative emotions so that you can see clearly again and so that you can find out what it is you need to do. Or if you already need to know what to do, then you clear your emotions just to to purify your energy so that you can act from a place of 
clarity and <clears throat> you can take positive action. It's no one's job in a relationship to listen to someone complaining who does not fix their problems. And at the same time, um, if you cannot listen to someone venting without wanting to, to fix their problems, then you're not giving them space to be. And that sort of ties into what my opinion is on, you know, is on all this. Because that this actually requires both people to both um, have the feminine ability to allow the person to vent and the masculine ability to take action and correct their problems. So I believe for the conscious person today that we should have a balance of masculine and feminine traits. I don't believe we should be extreme versions of one or the other. Of, uh, of, of, of one or the other and uh, sort of overcompensate for each other. Yeah. What do you think about that? Oh, where do I start? <laughs> because I actually, I make a lot of people angry when I say like, you know, when men and women are gone, there's no such thing anymore. <laughs> so the, that's, that's a whole nother discussion. Right there. That's a, it's, um, it's, it's, I would I, say it's the same discussion, but yeah, it's the same discussion, but like, um, what, what, uh, when you were saying those things, actually what came to what what kind of, resonated or came up for me right was it was actually this whether like when i'm like being a therapist and people coming to see me and the role the the different roles that i'm playing in that in that same space right and this was like people 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 come to kind of like they they do come to because they have a problem that they've been that's like kept coming up um, over and over again, right? And they haven't been able to solve that, or they, they they don't know where to go, right? So they come they they come to the therapy and they they unload a lot of their shit or like a lot of their emotional stuff, and right. so one part of me is like really you know this feminine energy of like listening of like being very soft and very kind of empathetic and very much like seeing the person without fixing anything to begin with, you, you could right. say, right. Um, to just really just, just hit just like truly listening to that person and then being heard. And then there's this other part of like the masculine, you could say of like, okay, there's a certain point where it's like, if we keep being faced by the same problem, Right. It's not only fixing it, but also just like taking some action of some sort, and like and like. Um, so so there's, you know, I I just noticed that it's very clear in the sessions that I do, like shifting right. between both. And I mean, we do that in like also just just in day to day situations. But it's just very clear for me when you're talking about these things that that's like I'm consciously shifting between those two. Um, right when I'm, in, when I'm in a session so um yeah su su super interesting in like yeah i, I want to go really, really deep into something else but i'm like i also want to give you some some time what's your what's your kind of take the, on the the therapist has to both be mother and father right as is necessary yeah 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 <clears throat> That's how you conceive of a 
a new life, a new new person. I got to say, sometimes when you said when you just said that, what came to me was like sometimes when I'm when I'm like some people come back time and time again, and then at some point something shifts so much so that like they might come into the space and it 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 actually looks like they're they're a different person. It's it's hard to say. It's hard to like kind of you know not like physically like different, but like there's something very changed about them and it's yeah. like uh yeah so w- when you said that i was just like yeah, that that actually is super clear in, in with 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 some people that like there is such a big shift that happens that um mm. now i'm just going into this thing other thing but you, you know before you mentioned something to everyone about this like there's no such or like no not no such thing but in today's day and age today's where we're at modern age or whatever 2023 there's no such thing as uh men and women energy or whatever well what, what did you say there you said something else actually yeah i said i said that <clears throat> there's just there's no men or women anymore it doesn't exist anymore it's not a thing it was never a thing um but now people are really starting to realize it and we see a lot of we see a lot of kickback from that, and it's funny because the old, the old you know patriarchal gender roles, they are angry because um, they want to maintain the old gender roles. But the new, the new, especially feminists, uh, they also, the feminists also, they they have new gender roles, and they're wrong as well. Like they want the new feminists want women to be in a certain new way, and it's like no, that's also wrong. Because no person should be in any certain way. Every person should be an individual taking their taking their guiding path from the inside. So Wait, there's so you, just you, a lot of Yeah. You're, you're trying to say that like can you like I'm trying to like sing this in. So so, so, so I I'm a man, right? <laughs> like that's yeah. that's like well, you know, like that's 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 the gen- the gender I have associated with all yeah, that. But you, I never, you, I never look at you and, and think that you're a man. I never, I never see you that way. How do you see me? I see you. <clears throat> sometimes I see you as a child because you have a, a wonderful, happy inner child that comes out now and then. But most of the time, I see you as a person or a soul. I see you as this living, oscillating, vacillating thing that is alive and energy comes out and there is spontaneous action and thinking all kinds of stuff going around but i never think that you're a man okay that, so, that so you, just makes you, no sense to me so you're trying to say that i'm like an individual more than like a like right. I'm, I'm like i'm a guy or a girl I'm, I'm not like i'm not a girl but maybe now you, yeah i'm just like an individual or this like i mean all the words that you also said but like let's just like use it like so so i'm an individual and you're saying that everyone is an individual Right, and not so much men or women these days. This is right. pretty. Contra- this is pretty contradictory because, like, I'm sure a lot of people would be like, very <laughs> much like, no, but I'm a guy or I'm a girl. But that's what right. my mind's going to right now. So, <laughs> yeah. Right, and I think, I think as consciousness rises in a person, they they are sort of divested of the illusion of of mental gender, and that's why you know I managed to make everyone angry because the the traditionalists are angry because I say there's no gender. 
but the the um the revolutionaries are angry as well because they think that a man can be a woman and a woman can be a man they think gender is fluid or whatever i'm saying no there's no gender it's not even fluid there's no gender there aren't men that are women and women that are men and all this stuff there's no gender anywhere it's a construct you're a human being who has a certain body and you might have a certain temperament and you might have certain combination of masculine and feminine energies whatever but you don't have a gender and even if you're naturally more masculine than feminine you'll find that during the day during the week during different situations your your polarities change there are times where you become feminine if you are predominantly masculine and there are times where you become masculine if you are predominantly feminine it's always changing and converging and that's actually what gives it energy because anything that is regenerative is always changing polarities between two different poles so a person if a person is is to be energetic and alive and restorative they must change between masculine and feminine if they're stuck in either then they're they're going to be like a a lake that isn't flowing something is dead something is not moving <clears throat> so the the nature of masculine and feminine energy according to my observations and myself and others is that it has some tendencies but it is generally um it is generally changing uh and regenerating and we often see you know we, we see that sort of compensation there is the there is the old uh sort of caricature with you have this hyper masculine boss who is the ceo of whatever and then he goes and he gets dominated by some woman in his free time because he's been so hyper masculine that now he needs to he needs to compensate by getting into his femininity so he he's hyper masculine and then he goes into being hyper feminine because he's he otherwise he's out of balance so his being craves being dominated because he's always dominating he he craves losing control he he craves craves surrendering because he's always the one with responsibility he's always the one who has to do everything right so <clears throat> so i think that uh, the modern conscious person of today is uh in a balance of masculine and feminine with a little bit of a tendency towards uh, one or the other i think everyone has a primary element but I, but if they're a healthy person i don't think it's much more than like let's say a 60 40 or something 70 30 because if they're too heavily um skewed towards one polarity then suddenly they they start to have negative traits that create problems for them like for example oh i'm too feminine uh I'm going to be resigned instead of fixing my problems or I'm too masculine. All I'm going to do is run my company and I don't really feel anything. So I don't believe in men and women. And I don't believe in two partners who each have an extreme masculine and extreme feminine. And then they come together and they balance each other out. And then when the partner is not available, you're just lost because you can't pretty good. I mean, that's what we did in the fifties, right now. That, that's what we did in the 50s like we were extremely polarized and then the two genders just couldn't live without each other because we were so specialized the man did everything action wise the woman did everything you know <coughs> house wise and so i don't think gender exists anymore and i think uh, a healthy person is in balance because i don't think you can live in society and not have the competencies that both masculine and feminine uh traits require like imagine a, a guy who couldn't uh, who couldn't take care of like for example you have a child imagine if you just couldn't 
take care of the baby because you just refuse the feminine side of like nurturing and uh, let's call it mothering or fathering or whatever, right? Yeah. You know, your wife, your, your wife would have to okay, always crazy. take care of that. That would be, it would be a huge problem for you because what, what when she doesn't have time, right? Yeah. Well, that's, so. that, that, that is a problem. <laughs> she doesn't have the time. Yeah. And so there's, there is that. Well, it's not, a, it's not a problem because you, you also are, you also are, I mean, you're a person who I consider to be very much in balance. So you are a very nurturing person as well, right? Yeah, well, I I do do make an effort with that, especially especially being being a father, well, father, being a parent, right? right? And uh, in in today's age, or just in any like, that's always something like an ideal of mine, I guess. You know that when right. I was a, when I was a father, and now I am actually, that um that I would be, I would be there. Like that work wouldn't be the only thing that I would be there for her in, in a yeah in a in a way where I could not just in a practical way but also like you said in a nurturing way or in a caring way or in like that kind of in a in a motherly way you could say or like the classic motherly kind of thing yeah and uh and I feel like so much is so much has changed and yet you know at the same time like it's 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 largely like what we see in our environment in within masculine and feminine, because I, I right. just say personally growing up in Australia um, and the, in the workplaces that I've been, been in and things like that, it's, it's, it really depends on the leader <laughs> to what kind of like um, the, in the leader can be yeah a boss, but leader can also be like a parent or it can be, teacher or it's like these role models that we have in our lives that um that really can shape uh the norm or shape like what's uh what's what's uh like what they're doing i guess you could say um and where i'm going with this is like i've had some leaders that have been extremely like on this on the spectrum of like you know 50s 60s masculine like super yeah. hierarchical kind of like hyper masculine yeah and just like do this thing like kind of just like uh, yeah pretty much just very domineering right and then yeah. i've also had leaders that are like on the other end of the spectrum that are very very feminine and very much like um very like yeah soft and nurturing and kind of emotional and very kind of like and that causes problems too, interestingly. Huge problems. Huge problems. Yeah. Because there's the masculine <laughs> part that's missing with like the active, right. the, the practical, the um the get get shit done basically. Um but Yeah, and and fearing conflict, right? Because that's a typical that's a negative feminine trait is, is fearing fearing a, conflict. A huge one. And that and that's in these two different leaders. Yeah. These are in workplaces, I would just openly say, right? These two different leaders that that definitely shined very, like clearly is like one the masculine was very like happy for conflict, like kind of like let's right. let's get it sorted, let's be let's be a man about it, or let's be the the masculine about it and kind of get it on the table and get and get get a fix or whatever. And then the the feminine's yeah. just like no conflict. That's like that's too too emotional, too too much to kind of, and so that there would there definitely would cause a lot of 
problems with that. Um, and at the same time, it's like there's so much to learn from that as well. And this like this thing of what we're talking about now, this this balancing between the both. It doesn't have to be one yeah. end of the spectrum or the other. But in today's world, it can not be, at all. Not it at can all. be both, and we can we can we can choose that, and we can notice that, and we can and we can kind of check in or kind of like I guess like understand when we are out of balance. And so, what I want to ask right. you with that is like, what are some of the things that you notice um, within yourself or within other people, maybe clients you have, or um, when people are out of balance? What how do you how do you kind of identify that? Um, yeah. Well, <clears throat> I mean, being out of balance is, is always easy to, to identify because if someone has a problem, then usually something's out of balance, right? And if the, the problem keeps <laughs> popping up, and if the problem keeps popping up, well, then they're definitely, uh, they're probably having the same problem. They're probably out of the same balance. And I think and one thing you said, which I think is interesting is I think I think you could create a therapy that is only based on the paradigm of masculine and feminine uh, imbalances and balancing that. I think we can look at personal growth only through that paradigm and we won't specifically be missing anything. Like I, okay. I don't personally do it. Okay. So if you were to do it till then. Right. And and you say you don't personally do it, but I reckon you do right. do some things with this, right? Like at least in the time we've been together, I've experienced like how you how you are with me and uh and you can be very direct sometimes um, i actually do remember like the first time we met and uh and you just like i don't know I, I don't know if this is masculine energy or whatever but like you just like i can't i can't contact you or like, i like like you you just you're just in your in you're in your I, head about like whatever it's going on, like can you just? I said I couldn't. I couldn't feel you. You couldn't. You couldn't feel me. Yeah, and that's 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 an emotional. No, like emotional. That's a that's that's a clear feminine energy because you, right. you know, to to feel something is to be you know to be able to like to be able to feel right. You got to like kind of be in your body and be very much in this feminine energy and and right. and, and able to listen to that. And so. Um, but interestingly, calling it out like I did is a masculine trait. So yes, yes, that's a it's a good example of 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 balance of of a, of a both. Yeah. <clears throat> um, where was I going with that? Yeah, that even doing that right, calling that out was enough for me to be like, whoa, like a bit of like a, uh, a shock, <laughs> I guess, and just like, okay, I I I I noticed that I'm. I mean, my in my mind, or I'm kind of putting on a mask or putting on like some kind of front. Yeah, and that can be. We can do that in like, and in in so many different situations in the workplace, in with friends, with like when we're meeting people for the first time, like, you, like yourself, like in all kinds of things that we we put on this this mask of like. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's masculine or feminine, but we just put on that, and then it's hard to like meet the person or meet meet like to feel them or to kind of sense them and to um to 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 connect with that with that person so um yeah how would but getting back to the question okay so if you were to do therapy from a masculine feminine place how would you 
how would you go about that? What would you kind of? Well, I would. Uh, I mean, I would use my intuition to to read it, which uh, you know for me is is natural. But if I didn't have my intuition, I would uh, I would be talking to the person and asking them about their lives, and then I would try to find out where where is the imbalance, right? And if it uh, and if you have this guy and he's like, you know, you know, I just, uh, you know, my life is pretty good. Uh, I have my, you know, my, my work is working. Everything is working out. But I, I just, you know, I just want a girlfriend. I really want a partner, whatever. And then I'd be like, do you want a girlfriend? Do you want, uh, do you want to be loved or whatever? Or do you actually want to love yourself and meet yourself and actually have time and space where you come and meet yourself? Which do you actually want? Because if you get a girlfriend because your feminine side is underdeveloped, then whenever she's not available, you're going to feel in pain because you're missing that. And then you're going to have some kind of dysfunctional way of dealing with the fact that the object of your addiction is missing or unavailable. And that's going to turn into a fight or being distant or cheating or whatever it is. So whatever it is we look for in relationships, when we feel a need, a a compulsion to have something, it actually shows us which of our energies are out of balance. And that is not fixed through a relationship because a relationship will only provide it some of the time and some of what we need. But it's not, it's going to be intermittent. It's not going to be all the time. It's not going to be available. And then we're going to fight with the person because they have what we think we need. So, so what I would do is whatever problem they came to me with, I would look at it through the perspective of, is there, is there any, are there any positive masculine traits that are missing here? Are there any positive, positive feminine traits that are missing here? Are there any negative masculine traits at play? Are there any, any negative uh, feminine traits at play? And then I would try to, to balance them uh, by, by talking, um, with them through that paradigm. I rarely, <clears throat> I rarely use this metaphor because it's kind of a loaded one and it requires that the person is, is uh, that it makes sense to the person. Yeah. But I, I truly believe that you could, you could, uh, you could structure any therapy through this, uh, through this prism because it's anything comes down to having an underdeveloped, uh, feminine or masculine side i mean even spirituality to a great degree is feminine energy <laughs> um at least uh the 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 kind of spirituality i would recommend is feminine because that's the easy spirituality the hard spirituality is masculine and that's very difficult i wouldn't recommend that to anyone <laughs> now, now i'm intrigued <laughs> but i want to i want to first say like okay so you know, what, what you were saying about relationships, right? Like, what right. I what, what I heard in that was like that this that that people, and I I I'll just say myself included, <laughs> at certain times and like in different everyone, relations, everyone. in different relations, everyone, um, that w- what we don't have. So if we don't have, for for example, if I don't have some feminine energy or masculine energy then I go and like seek that in somebody else in another person. Right. Right. And, and, and then get a, get a fix you could say, or get like a, like get the balance. 
But then when that person right. is not there anymore, or for example, just like not available in that way, you could say as well, then I then I'm all of a sudden like don't have that. So I'm not whole, you could say. Well, maybe not whole, but like Exactly. That's yeah. that's really well said. That you, then yeah. you feel that something is missing. Yeah, yeah. And it's like to ask that of the other person in the relationship is also like well, it can be it can be quite demanding, right? And it's like uh, it can it, it actually, what I've experienced, it can kind of suck the kind of yeah. It can just it can just be um, it can lead to a lot of problems. Let's <laughs> just say that. Yeah, yeah, I've had yeah. all my problems yeah. have been based on that, and yeah, and uh, and of course, I'm not saying, of course, rela- good relationships you cover for each other, you give each other what you what you need, and all this stuff that's natural. But here, I'm talking about uh, an extreme uh, lack of something in yourself leads to unhealthiness. I'm not saying relationships can be based on also fulfilling each other's needs and wants. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying. If you if you fundamentally lack something, then that's going to be a problem in your relationship. And finding a partner that has that is not going to fix it, because it's incidentally, it, it, usually, the person is also unbalanced, um, in the opposite way. So they they also have a problem. So you're saying what what will kind of bring a balance to that, or like a long term fix? You could say not just like a a short term right. thing. Is this with actually looking for that within yourself, or like kind of becoming whole like like doing the work on yourself to to right to kind of get in balance or kind of it seems very simple when you say it like that but there is work to be done before you kind of even realize some of this stuff of of that you are whole and you don't need the other person to rely on that for for that masculine or feminine part of you because you have that in, in yourself we all have that actually Sometimes it's yeah. just very, very buried because of the way you were being brought up or the way um, the society or like the, the our surroundings or what we believe in ourselves or all these kind of things can like hold us back from like getting in touch with that part of us, whether that's the feminine or the masculine. As a conscious person today, this is work you have to do on your own because the world hasn't figured it out yet and uh, it doesn't understand it yet. But I would say that a conscious person today really has to work on (laughs) balancing their energies and uh, and a good relationship. And I hope I don't piss too many people off here, but a good relationship does not come. It does not come from two people who feel like they need each other or lack each other. A good relationship comes from two people who are pretty happy on a, on their own alone but who when they find this person they find that together their energies uh, are even better together now it doesn't mean they don't have high and lows it doesn't mean that they aren't going to cover for each other through life it doesn't mean that they aren't going to be masculine and feminine um, compensating for each other at times that's not what it means that's all natural but a good relationship is based on 
a positive upward going energy that synergizes together and empowers each other. It is not based on needs because when you go, and I'm sorry for the people that this hits, but when you go to someone else to fulfill your need, what you want is your needs fulfilled. It's not the other person. That's also why I often advertise people or I advise people that if you only think of someone when you want something or need something, don't enter into a partnership with them because you don't want them. You want your needs filled. And those relationships always turns into these relationships where when you've been together for a little while, you feel something is missing. You want more. Why do you want more? That's because you've got your needs filled and now you find out that your energies are not synergistic. They're not bringing you up. It's not, this is not a spiritual relationship. You just wanted your needs met. And that's why it's so important to take care of your own needs because if you don't, you'll end up somewhere, you'll end up in something which you, as soon as you get your needs full, you want you want to get out of it again. And it's not so easy to get out of these things again once you're in them. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Says the married man. Says the married but that's uh, that's pretty powerful stuff with like, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to, <laughs> to with my to, uh, with, with many with, with many failed relationships. I have I have so many failed relationships behind me. I can say with my absolute conviction that 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 is the case because I have tried doing it the other way around and it did not work out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. So I'm curious, Tobin, I'm curious, you know, you're talking about like this This stuff is like uh, about feminine, masculine energy, the conscious person. It's not like people aren't, aren't there yet or whatever. You said something like before. Right. I'm just really curious. How do people get there? What can people do? This is the, this is a masculine question, right? How, what, what can people right. do? To, to 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 get more in balance what can people do to kind of bring up their like consciousness about masculine feminine energy or just get to where you, where, where like the yeah just just raise raise that kind of awareness to the next level you could say right and i'm gonna i'm gonna turn that question back on you jonathan because as the 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 listeners oh, already shit. know you uh <laughs> A little bit, but the thing is, I experience you as you are very, very much in balance. Sometimes you 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 are you you steer a little bit towards the masculine. You can get caught up in you know action and doing, getting things done, and all that stuff. You know, I love that's action. sort of we. I'm all about action. We're all, we're, yeah, but we're all in a negative sort of way. We're all a little bit hooked on getting to the future and getting things done. That's the problem of the times, right? So you have a little bit of that. I have a little bit of that. But you are very, you are a very balanced person in terms of femininity and masculinity. You are nurturing, kind, friendly, yet you're honest and truthful. You you cut through the noise with your truth now and then, which is something I really admire and respect in you. And you're you say that you you say honest things when they're necessary, even if they can be uh, hard to hear. And that's something I admire. That's a very masculine trait. And you're you're kind and nice and warm and very patient, more patient than I am, which which is also a, an admirable trait. Much more patient. And you grew up in Australia, which is an extremely masculine culture. So 
I'm going to ask you, Amen. how does one balance masculine and feminine, especially when one one grows up in a in an environment where there isn't a focus or an acceptance of, of balance at all? How did you come to be like this? You know, to be honest, I just uh, I just woke up like this one day. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Easy. There's just a pill like, for it. We can oh, sell it. Magic. Uh, first of all, I just want to say, like, that's that's uh, quite heartfelt, like what you just said now. Um, it's very, like, kind of, uh, yeah, I just want to, like, take on that compliment. I'm not used to doing that, to taking on compliments. I used to be like, ah, I don't. Positive feminine trait, take yeah. in love when it comes, right? Take in love, yeah. Um, and I also want to say, I, I also see a lot of those things in you. And you and you once said to me that you can only recognize something in somebody else if you yourself has experienced that or is experiencing that. So I could say True. like there is there is uh, there is some there is a lot of things I notice in you, especially this with like the um, now I'm just turning the I will, I will answer the question. <laughs> You're avoiding the question. <laughs> yeah, but I appreciate the sentiment. Uh, how how have I how have I balanced that? You know, to be honest, like, um, how have you balanced it, and how should people balance it going forward? First of all, it hasn't been easy, and 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 secondly, I've I've failed a lot of times because I've been too tend to be too much on the on the masculine, um, and in doing that just pushed forward like no matter what the goal was no matter what the 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 thing in in the future was that was the outcome and i would just get there no matter what and uh and in doing that like i i i think i just years later realized well years later now realized that i just uh i missed out on so much on so many yeah, like friendships or relationships or connections or just like also just that that feminine part of me had been yearning for a long time and and when I and so it's been back and forth right and um to be honest like more recently what's what's helped me balance that out is is um honestly just being really honest like honest with myself when when i and 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 like um honest and like pretty clear on like okay there is something missing right now there is a lot of problems going on and sometimes i don't need to fix them all the time but sometimes i just need to like kind of come back to or connect back into into me and connect back into this kind of yeah, this feminine or this emotional or this kind of um, softer part of part of me, uh, which is which sometimes gets neglected, right? So it's uh, right. yeah, and and like as I'm saying this, what what's coming up is actually just like by showing up in that way. 
So so one like okay, acknowledging when I'm when something is missing. So noted like being aware of that or noticing that there is there is some something going on. There is a problem here. What is it? Right. And like okay, is it is it this masculine feminine thing? It could be a number of things, but just like noticing and recognizing that, and by doing so. Uh, also being becoming aware of like when I'm acting in that behavior, maybe because it's just like something I'm used to or whatever. And then like becoming aware of that to then notice when I'm in it to be able to do something different, which oftentimes is like, just like getting back in touch with my, like the softer part of me and not needing to just push forward all the time with something and just kind of, like um yeah so so just basically showing up doing doing the work and uh and uh and changing changing that behavior or changing that thing so yeah and sometimes doing the work means you know stopping just yeah. stop in your tracks and yeah. breathe right <laughs> yeah so i think you're saying something very key here which i think is so important for a conscious person is you're saying you're saying acknowledge that something is missing and it's such a like something i talk about a lot with my clients and friends when they want help is like be honest with yourself be honest with what's missing be honest with where you're failing your own standards where you're not following your values because if you don't know why you're happy that's because there's something in you you're not listening to you're not listening to your inner voice so you know listen acknowledge if something is missing that's the first path the first step in getting better is always acknowledging that something is not great. Can I just say something That's, for a sec? Like, can I just right. say something here, right? Because this is what, like me personally and a lot of clients who come and see me have this same problem or issue, right? Is that there is something inside us when we, and, and it often is much clearer to see when we are, like just kind of more sensitive, more softer, more um, kind of, you could say in the feminine part of us, right? It's like we right. know we know, we know, know what there is something missing. We know that there's, there's that thing there, but we're afraid to kind of, we can be afraid or like I notice other people can be afraid to kind of take the action. And that's, that's the masculine thing to like do something about right the thing that is like the issue or the thing that is um but actually deeper down we that inner voice or that inner part of us already knows and and that's the right. amazing thing is like that we like when we we're able to be in this feminine part is sensitive part we we can kind of get in conne- connection with that and you do that really beautifully actually so when you you're you're i would say like Thank you're you. very very skillful with that you're very very sensitive in like like picking up or the like yeah anyway (laughs) so um that was what i wanted to say (laughs) yeah you know they finally proved uh you know i've been saying this for a long time they finally proved that emotional intelligence which is what they call the ability to read other people these days comes from self-observation harvard made a study where they they linked emotional intelligence with knowing yourself. So if you want to be able to read other people and sense, be more sensitive to what other people are feeling, thinking, doing, 
all you need to do is just understand yourself better, observe yourself, and then your emotional intelligence will grow. And I thought that was pretty amazing because I never thought science would make that observation. But here we go. The link. So, yeah. <clears throat> so if you if Powerful. you study yourself, you will be able to understand others, and that's uh, that's a very feminine, that's a positive feminine trait. Because the more you understand others, the more empathetic you also become. Because then you see yourself in others. You see them doing the same things you do, feeling the same thing mm. you feel, and thinking the same things you think. And that makes you instantly feel that you're not separated and you're not alien. And then you want to treat others better without ever trying to learn to be a good person or anything. You just instantly, instantly recognize the other as self. And that is true empathy and love in my opinion <laughs> i love it i love it it's a uh, like it's just uh it's, you know like it it it, it true that what you said right now like it that is truly about what it means to be seen you know what it means to be really really seen and 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 right and you you do that with with me and with other people and 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 I think that is that is a gift that that you've cultivated you could say so it's not just a gift you've been given you've worked done the work on yourself that you know yourself so yeah. well that you can kind of much like really like clearer and more able to kind of use that gift with other people to see others and sometimes see things that they can't see yet. And then, therefore, like kind of, yeah, give give that to them. So that's uh, that's that's powerful stuff, and that's that's something. Um, yeah, it's just like when you when you're doing therapy or when you're doing when you're just in communication with anyone. That that's that's just like a beautiful thing to be able to to do and to be yeah. able to to kind of bring into that. Um, that that just but creates only... such a strong connection. So it's so like yeah. But you can only you can only see people as deeply as they'll allow you. So, I think that's another a big thing on the conscious, authentic path is let people in, let them see you, because otherwise you won't feel you won't feel seen, and that's that's actually what everyone just wants. I don't think there's anything particular else going on. People just want other people that see them, recognize them for their enormous, infinite being and potential and qualities. And that's you know what we you and I do together, which is why the relationship is also so giving because we can we can see each other much more than most people we meet can. I gotta be honest here. You keep you keep saying that right, and I, I and I, I'm not not quite there, but I like I know I'm there, but it's like I've got to just like trust in like in that and 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 that and that's it, right. And that I would say that's not just a me thing. That's like a general thing. Is like this trust in in ourself when there is that right. going on. Like what, and also the trust in like it's okay to be feminine. It's okay to be masculine. Yeah, both, both are very much a part of being a human being, part of showing up, and and we need both to be able to. And and when we are in balance, it's much 
Like it, it, it's just, you can feel that, right? You can feel that in your life. You can feel that in, in, in your connection with other people. You can feel that in so many different things. And that's, that's the, the beautiful thing about like this, what we're talking about now and sharing that with you and just like this conscious path is like, like it's available to us all. We just need to do the work on ourselves, or maybe need help, like need some help doing the work on herself. You could say not all the time, but like, you know what I mean? And, and, and so, but it is, it is always there. It is always deep down in, in us. We just need to kind of trust in ourselves, me included yeah. right now. Like, and that's, um, that's, uh, that's a beautiful thing about this, this stuff. Yeah. And there's so there's so many men and women out there who who feel that something is missing in their lives. I went for so many years. I, I felt like something central is missing in my life. For many many men, life feels sort of juiceless and lifeless, and it feels without warmth and life and kindness. Because if you don't have the feminine side, life is pretty crap. Man, it's I, like a walking in a desert with with no water for decades. I, I, I get you. I, I, I literally like quit my job at some point like in my career and stuff and just traveled the world for two years because of this, yeah. something was missing and I wasn't, I wasn't clear on what, what, what on earth it was. Yeah. And, you know, these conversations make it much, much more clear what, what it actually was. And, uh, yeah, it's, so it, we, we go to great extents to, to kind of, like get the thing that's missing when it's always yeah. and, and like when it's all along it's it's it's, it's within us we just need to it sounds up. like a cliche it sounds like pie in the sky but really everything you need is, is actually inside you the world is full of wonderful things that you can experience as well but the main course the the primary nourishment is always within the rest is just kind of dessert and whenever it becomes more than dessert, you start suffering because then what you need is outside of yourself and then you have no control and then you have to chase it and get lucky and steal it from other people. And then you have, that's where the ego arises. That's where scarcity arises. That's where war ar arises because then suddenly you need to satiate your desires and to do that, you need resources. And that's the same resources that other people with other desires are chasing after and then you have conflict so really the conscious path to happiness is also the solution to wars to the climate problems and all these things because they're they all happen because there's always conflict whenever whenever anyone does not decide to find happiness in themselves then conflict is the inevitable result it cannot be avoided I've got so much to learn about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're already living it. So, but I'm just, you know, talking it right now. Yeah. And to be tr <clears throat> truthful, we are, we're all living, living that from time to time. It's just like becoming conscious of that and like, and, and actually right. choosing that and like kind of continuously showing up and, um, doing doing the work this beautiful there is a whole the, the the feminine and masculine discussion has a whole topic 
concerning sex and sexuality oh, and we do uh, we do not have time to go into it but i i have a, i have many stories not explicit stories but i have many stories about that and how i came to discover that i had totally misunderstood my own sexuality because of societal norms but unfortunately we don't have time for that today <laughs> so that'll have to be another time <laughs> how could you how could you drop such a juicy <laughs> juicy thing right at the end of the uh, the podcast? But I love it. But, I, I, um, but I'll the but I'll say this: if if as a woman, <laughs> as a woman, if as a woman or a man, you feel that something is missing in your sex life, it is likely that you are thinking that your polarity is different than it is. You might be acting feminine when you should be acting masculine, or in the reverse. And that's because while we should have or we should balance everything and while even sexuality is a convergence and change of energies, we do almost always have a primary element. And that's the one that you do have to live from a little more. And especially in sexuality, you must act out your primary element because that is the element where you get energy from. Whereas the element which is not your primary element is the is an element you'll lose energy and even if it's fun sometimes it does not restore you. And so there's a lot of men and a lot of women who feel that sex is missing something very vital and essential, and think that it's you know they just don't think there's that much to the hype, but the hype is real. You're just doing it wrong, and I think that's that's probably it for today for me. So we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> leave on a very juicy uh, juicy topic. <laughs> I love that you just threw that in at the end. That's that's amazing. <laughs> You've been listening to the Conscious Caravan with Jonathan and Torbjorn. And if you are looking for help to live a more conscious life, you can reach out to one of us for a free therapy session where we can help you get from where you are now to where you want to be.